0: Let's go. Go. Well, good evening. It's wonderful to be with you again tonight. It is time for Bible study in Acts, and Phil and I are here together with you. A couple other people have joined us here at church, but um, we're glad that you're with us as we continue moving forward in Acts. Remember last week? Yeah. Facts of
1: Acts. The facts of Acts, right? <laughs> it reminds me of the Facts of Life, you know, oh. the, the TV show. <laughs> you just you <laughs> so dangerous. I've been trying to get come up with a theme <laughs> song for the Facts of Acts, but. It, oh nothing yet nothing okay i'm not going to quit my day job <laughs> Okay,
0: that's great That's great. well um just like we did last week if you have prayer requests please send them in to us because we'll be we'll spend a few moments in prayer um at the end of our study to be able to pray for those things um and uh but next week just so everyone is aware i'm not going to be here next week i'm on my own why are you smiling <laughs> 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 no, but Pastor Phil will be here, and uh, he'll be he'll be leading um, the Bible study uh, next week. Um, but uh, please just look forward to joining him next Saturday, uh, next Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, next Wednesday <laughs> <laughs> at six p.m. But uh, let's go ahead and open up in prayer, and then uh, we'll go ahead and get started, and we'll just continue walking through the the book as we've been doing, and uh, and make some commentary. But if anybody has any questions, please feel free to send them in. We'll be able to see them up here. Any comments? things that you want to send in, and we can address those, talk about them, or or however the Lord leads. But let's go ahead and open up in prayer, and we'll get started. Sounds good. Father, Lord God, we are so thankful for our time together, and we're thankful for your word. Thankful that it is truth, and that it is our guidebook. And um, Father, that uh, through it you share things with us, that you lead us, that you encourage us, um, that you bring us joy, you bring us promises, things that we can hold on to uh, in desperate times. And Father, just thank you for it. Thank you for our opportunity, for Phil and I to be together tonight. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you be with everyone that's uh, with us here or that's watching. That Lord, you would just, uh, through your Holy Spirit, open up hearts and uh, allow eyes to see, allow ears to hear, and understand the truths that that will come out um, of your word. So Father, we thank you for your love for us. We thank you for your grace. And uh, Father, for your abundant joy, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we stopped uh, last week at verse 11. So chapter 1, verse 11. So we'll go ahead and launch off at verse 12. All right. Yeah.
1: All right. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives, a Sabbath day walk from the city. When they arrived, they went upstairs to the room where they were staying. Those present were Peter, John, James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus, and Simon the zealot, and Judas son of James. They were all joined together, constantly in prayer, along with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. And those days, Peter stood up among the believers, a group numbering about 120, and said, brothers, the scripture had to be fulfilled, which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago through the mouth of David concerning Judas who served as a guide for those who arrested Jesus. He was one of our number and shared in this ministry. With the reward he got for his wickedness, Judas bought a field. There he fell headlong, his body burst open, and all his intestines spilled out. Everyone in Jerusalem heard about this, so they called that field in their language Akeldama, that is, field of blood. For, said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, May his place be deserted, but there be no one to dwell in it, and may another take his place of leadership and I'm going to stop right there, so okay, we can talk about it a little bit, so they're still gathered together after they just witnessed Jesus ascending into heaven mm-hmm. and they go back together, and they're all together, and it's, it names them the twelve disciples, well, eleven of the disciples, right, right, and it also mentions that there along with them were women and mary the mother of jesus and his brothers jesus's brothers Mm -hmm. so it's not just the 12 of them together there's a small group and it goes on to say there's 120 Hmm. of them that are together 120 so that's you know when we think about when jesus had 12 disciples a lot of times we stop right there he had 12 right okay and we know from other scripture passages that he had more disciples. Correct. Um, I don't remember. If it, I think it's in John. It says that some of them left
0: mm-hmm. after
1: his te- John chapter six, his teaching was difficult. Correct. And some of them left. Correct. Um, so he had more. And here we have 120 people and the 11 disciples, his mother, some women and the brothers of Jesus don't make 120. So there were other people there. Right. Okay. So there's a couple things we can say about this. Mm-hmm. First, that it's a larger than what we might think of gathering, but it's still a very small gathering right now. Exactly. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, and, and too, just to, to look at the numbers, it gives us a—we um, can even look at our, our churches today, yeah. um, you know, as far as perspective and all is concerned, because, you know, with, with, even with COVID, you know, things have, have oh. membership—or not membership, attendance—has uh-huh. died down. Um, but to get an idea of a, of 120 people, um, that's honestly, if we look at the average small church today, that's four to five churches combined, yeah, yeah. Um, as far as the number of people. So for those of us um, that that may be in some of the smaller churches, we may look at 120, and go, wow, that's a lot of people, right? Um, but we're about to see a, a great increase, yeah, quickly, quickly. Um, and two to think to think about it um, you know here we are you know Jesus ministered for three years mm-hmm. and and he started with 12 people mm-hmm. and here we are three years later and it's 120 right so there was even more right right that, there, that believed and, right. and understood Some... so so just to to watch the at points you could call it to watch the organic growth of of Jesus just being who he was called to be um, and how effective that is um, and letting the Lord just letting God just flow through him um, really speaks to us Mm -hmm. that there wasn't necessarily a method there wasn't a book that he followed there wasn't you know it it was just really a matter of him being and and it and it talks about in John and I think it's chapter six as well um <clears throat> that that Jesus says that I I speak what I hear my father saying mm-hmm. um and I do what I see my father doing right and and those those are really when when we talk about the the spiritual eyes and the spiritual ears that we're asking the holy spirit to um ignite in us Um, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're looking for, to hear God speak to us and be able to speak what he's saying and then do what we see and understand that he wants done.
1: Right, right. And and if I can add to that, you mentioned the Holy Spirit, okay? (laughs) Yes, I did. Peter mentions the Holy Spirit (laughs) when talking about David. Yes. Okay, and the reason I bring this up is I don't know how many times I've heard people say, the church started when the holy spirit came the church started at pentecost the holy spirit came at pentecost that's not the beginning right that's the beginning of something new yes but that's not the beginning of the holy spirit the holy spirit is god he is part of the let us create man in our image correct okay and here we see peter <clears throat> saying he spoke to david in the psalms mm-hmm. he acknowledges that it was the holy spirit and i think that's very important to remember that the Holy Spirit's not a brand new concept. Right. He's been with us all along.
0: Yes. All along, In exactly. the Old Testament
1: as well. Exactly. So, okay. I just wanted to add no, to that's that. No, so. that's
0: a really good point because it's, you know, we're, because this is where we see the Holy Spirit um, come down and, yeah. and, yeah, and you re- know, reside, so to say, in more of a permanent fashion. Yes. Yes. But it isn't, he didn't just show up all of a sudden one day in Pentecost
1: right and you know we we could really get into get deep if we start talking about this so we got to be careful but in john again we keep going back to john uh, chapter 14 yep. through 17 maybe even as far as 18 jesus is give, is kind of releasing the concept of the holy spirit coming in a permanent <coughs> fashion right and he says you know the comforter the the counselor will yep. come and It's not, he's not introducing a brand new concept. He's introducing a, introducing God in a a new way because he knows that until that point, up until Jesus came, the prince of the air of this world was in control. Hmm. He was reigning. Satan was reigning. Jesus defeated him. Right. At the cross. Right. So it's a brand new day. So the Holy Spirit now comes in as part of this brand new day in a new, more permanent, like you said, more permanent way to reside within the hearts of His people. Exactly, and and that's so important. We we got to grasp that concept
0: mm-hmm.
1: because, I, and I guess I'm speaking from personal experience here because okay. I used to think of God as so distant, and yeah, I believed in Him. Yeah, He was there for me, but when I realized, whoa, You're like here, yeah, and and personal with me and. When I grasped that concept, brand new yeah. day.
0: And one of the key words that you just used, Phil, personal yeah. was was this transition of Jesus being with them, walking with them, yeah, yeah. day after day. You know, eating with them, the whole nine yards. I mean, it was mm-hmm. just like you know, they they were together for three years. You know, and and then there's this transition of which we read about last week of Jesus going up, and now understanding that there's a waiting, this waiting time that the Spirit's going to then come and be. With them, just like Jesus was with them, yeah. and and so right. it goes from right. a physical relationship, so to say, you know, the, the 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 physical eyes see, the physical ears hear, you know, those type of things to something that is tangible, mm-hmm. but it is spiritual and internal. Right, and so the, the the disciples are poised to make that transition, right, just like we have been. Yes. yes as we accept Christ as our Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and resides within us, then there's an understanding that, there's the, that God is Emmanuel. God is with us. with us. Right. And, you know, Jesus tried
1: to teach this whole concept this whole time. <clears throat> he tried to teach Nicodemus. You know, he must be born <laughs> right. again. Right. He, he tried to teach the disciples. He tried to teach the Pharisees. It's about faith. Yeah. You know, and when he said, you know, This is my body Mm -hmm. and my blood. This is my body broken for you. My blood shed for you. He didn't mean physically at that moment in communion. His body was going to be physically broken and blood physically spilled. But it was that faith concept that he's trying to instill in them that the Holy Spirit's coming and you're moving into the spiritual realm. Mm -hmm. Your spiritual beings accept this
0: and live in this. Exactly. And even, too, with the the, uh, disciples that are waiting and the 120 that are waiting, they're Mm -hmm. waiting in faith. Yes, yes, exactly.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a very good point because Jesus is gone. They could have just moved on. Oh, well, we lost. Let's move on. Right. And but they stayed Mm -hmm. and kept in faith, knowing that he said something greater is coming. Yeah,
0: that's right. And so they wanted to be a part Mm -hmm. of that greater that was coming. That's right. So we have Judas, though we're dealing with we have yeah, a, yeah. a situation here with Judas and, and understanding what transpired with him. And um, Peter gets into a little detail. Yeah, he does <laughs> about what happened with Judas. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't, don't be Judas. <laughs> don't be Judas. <laughs> don't, don't be Judas. You know. Yeah. It, um, but but we, we do. We understand what transpired. Um, but but part of it too is is an understanding that. Um, even the Psalms are being fulfilled mm-hmm. here. So it's like there's an understanding that there are, are things shared by the prophets um, that are coming to pass. And so as Peter's talking, he's not just talking again, he's not just talking to the other 10 that right. are there. He's right. talking right. to 120. And, right. and he's reiterating a point that what was shared in the past has come to be. Mm-hmm. So it's almost at a point since they're in this at this time of waiting. That it's a point of encouragement to keep waiting. Yes. We've seen this happen and yes. this happen and yes. this is true. So let's stay focused. Yeah. Let's not stay get focused. distracted. Right. And and so it's it's a time of where it, it's a, a, a point's a brutal passage. It um, is. at the same time, you can be encouraged from it because of the truth that's in it. And, and I think that's one of the things that as, as brothers and sisters in Christ and as the church is concerned that, that we, we need to be encouraging to one another. We need to remember the things of the past and the faithfulness of God because if he's promised in the past, which he has and it's come true, then he's good for his promises now. Absolutely. And, yeah. and so we're, we can look at this passage and go, man, you know, why don't I just need to skip that? There's not a reason. Why did Luke put that in there? Now, right. another reason Luke put that in there is because he was a doctor. Well, yeah. So that stuff That's doesn't true. phase him. That's right, right, right. You know, right. me, don't, put, don't let me watch any <laughs> <It's> surgeries <laughs> on TV. It's not, <laughs> right. a good, it's not a good thing. But, it, but as far as Luke is concerned, this would interest him. Yeah. You know, this would interest him. But the truth of what happened um, is an encouragement. And it would, it would encourage me, stay, stay waiting. Yeah. There's something greater coming. Jesus has promised this. And I think there's something
1: else we can learn from, from Judas as well. And this is not, I mean, I can't read the Bible and find this. This is what scholars have said, possibly, like an interpretation of what Judas might have been thinking. Okay, okay. so take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. But they said that he believed that he, he was trying to act on behalf of God Almost like Paul, which we'll get to soon. Mm. But he was trying to bring forth the kingdom. And he was getting ahead of God. And Abraham went down to Egypt, got ahead of God. Moses struck the rock instead of spoke to the rock, got ahead of God. Throughout the Bible, people do it. Mm -hmm. They get ahead. We do it. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Never. right? We don't get ahead of God. I was just
0: hoping you weren't going to call my name out.
1: (laughs) I would put my name first. And I'd have a list, but anyway, yeah, when you get ahead of God, things could go wrong now they don't I mean some God sometimes will shed his grace, and he will correct and bring you back, but you got to be careful. it's better to walk by faith than by sight. Mm-hmm. It's better to just know, okay Always. God Jesus said this, I know it's going to happen, <clears throat> I'm just going to wait, okay mm-hmm. but when you try to push it, right you just you're part of the problem, you're part of God used it. It's part of the whole story, but look what happened to Judas. Right.
0: Yeah, and to you know we, we do often forget the, the power of patience. Yeah. Um, the power in That's waiting. What I'm at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We do, but uh, man, great point. Who yeah. wants to wait? That,
1: <laughs> but yeah. we should.
0: We should. We should and because there is there's a lot of power in yeah. that. Because if we're not waiting and we're not at peace in the waiting, which is really what patience is, it's it's peacefully yeah. waiting. Yeah. Um, then then we're anxious. Yep. And you know yeah. where that comes from. Yeah. And so, you know, it really when, when we find ourselves not waiting and wanting to move things forward, then then that that should be a telltale sign that you're in a battle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, you, you're, yeah. you're really, you're really in a battle at that point.
1: You know, we could we could really go off on a tangent oh, on man, that one, too, but we'll save that for another time. Maybe for at the table or something. <laughs> <It> sounds, great. <laughs> sounds great. All right. Uh, um, you want to
0: read? No, go ahead.
1: Okay. I'm going to finish up chapter 1 here. Therefore it is necessary to choose one of the men who have been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus went in and out among us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. From one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. So they proposed two men, Joseph called Barsabbas, also known as Justice, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over for the apostolic ministry, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell to Matthias. So he was added to the 11 apostles. That is powerful, isn't it? It I mean, I don't know how many times I've read that before, but when I just read it
0: tonight, it was, God got a hold of me and said, yeah, you you see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's really something. It's it's one of the things that that struck me out of this passage. And there again, you know, I've read this a thousand times too. <clears throat> never looked at it this way. Yeah. Is that that there are times where people are involved in um, ministry that they've been there quite some time, mm-hmm. and they start to desire that position, a position. Mm-hmm. Um, God will place you in the position. That he wants to put you in, in his time and in his way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and being involved with with ministry for for quite some time in in different aspects other than than just being pastor, but nonprofit organizations and mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all as, as sure. far as my journey is concerned, yeah, um, I've watched a, a lot of people get ahead of God or yeah, maneuver exactly. to take a position, and um, and it's just it's neat to see that as Matthias is placed in his position that, um, the Lord saw fit that he had been with them, that he had been humble, that he had waited, um, and that God placed him there. And that's just really neat. It's really neat to watch.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, we speak of it as pastors all the time. We try to encourage the people. It doesn't matter who you are. There is a, there is something for you. God Mm -hmm. has a plan for you in this whole big thing that we call the church. Right. And here we see it, Matthias. Who you don't hear about him until this very part of the Bible, exactly. Okay? And boom, he's propelled right into apostolic ministry. Yes, because I, I've always wondered
0: where this guy come from. I
1: know, that's what I thought too, and now I just read that he's right there with him the whole time. And I, that's you the know, part that just where, grabbed me. Like, it, it, yeah, it,
0: isn't it? It's really something. Where's this guy come from? I mean, the whole time, you know, he he's never been spoke about. Right, he's been there and he's been faithful. Yeah. And it's just—it's really neat. It's—it's it's neat to watch and, and to know that God places us and positions us. Yeah. So remain faithful, no matter Absolutely. what you're doing. God has a plan for you. That's right. He really does. Man, and this that's a good it. word.
1: It proves it right here. Mm-hmm. That's a good word. Did you see the comment there? No.
0: <laughs> Abby. Abby. Um, so I, I got something for you. Yeah. It's about this passage. Okay. So they picked. Matthias, they chose between the two Mm -hmm. by casting lots.
1: Mm -hmm. I was going to ask you that. That's not fair that you're throwing it at me. (laughs)
0: I I knew you were. That's why I went first. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. I hope
1: you got the answer because.
0: This is really crazy. Okay. So casting lots, it's one of the things that we look now um, in today's society as something that is um, not of God. Yeah. Yeah. We do. Um, we look at it as, as um, that uh, we come before "quote unquote" the spirits, and and we cast lots. It can be dice. It can be who draws the straw, the shortest straw, those type of things. And and what what's happened is that is that God can move and do anything through anything and share and show Himself through anything. Right. And and there are uh, time after time we see in Scripture that that lots were cast. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here. To fill an apostolic position. Pretty important. Mm -hmm. But that's how it was determined. How did they know who was the the guilty party on the boat going to Tarshish? Oh, well. They cast lots. Yes, that's right. And it fell on. Jonah. Jonah. God's hand being in these things. What we're seeing here is that there are things that God has had his hand in to help us understand his heart and his desire that the enemy has hijacked to use for himself Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. take something that is is used by the Lord, something that would be considered at points sacred, and it is now counterfeited into the demonic realm. And so that's why as Christians at points, we shy away from these things. And we're like, no, 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 man, you can't, you know, you, you you know, God, do you want, okay, like, okay, so there was a point in time in my life and I'm like, okay, so what seminary am I going to go to? Right? Mm -hmm. I did not pull out a set of dice. No. All right, God, if it's snake eyes, I'm going, I'm going here. Okay. You know, if it's double fives, I'm going there. It, we won't touch that because we don't want to give credence to the enemy and what's that's turned into right today right the fact of the matter is is that god is going to show himself however he wants to show himself and at points the 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 disciples got together and cast lots to see who was going to fill that spot fully trusting that whatever came out mm-hmm. that was god's heart and that was god's will and and there's points to where god can and will show himself in very simple ways Mm-hmm. if we're looking that's the key don't you think if we're I do. looking
1: i do because how many times will people pick up a magic eight ball <laughs> looking for the answer right not involving god in that at all no okay they're looking for the answer but they're not involving god in that they're involving a magic eight ball now that is something
0: we shouldn't do exactly that's demonic Ex- exactly It it is and it's one of the things to just be able to go you know what there there's a point in time where you know god and, and, and I, I believe all of us have been here at this point. And that's like, you know, God, I got two choices. I don't know what to do. Yeah.
1: I, I want to tell you from a personal standpoint, I did that once. Mm-hmm. I had a choice between two different things. Yeah. And I wrote it on a piece of paper, one on the front, one on the back. I said, God, I don't know if I'm supposed to do this or not. And that's the way I approached it. Right. I threw it up in the air. And where it landed, I said, okay, that was a choice I made. And then I started thinking, well, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But for several days later after that, it kept coming to mind. That was the right choice. That was the right choice. That was the right choice. And that's where I what I ended up doing. But I knew then that it was God, right? Because it kept coming it, it, through His voice.
0: Yes, and it all comes down to the heart and what you're doing. Exactly.
1: That's what I was getting. You know, at. it
0: really is, and it's one of those things to where even as, you know, I, I would I would come alongside my children mm-hmm. and help them. Yeah. You yeah. know, in 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 a very simple way, in a in a place that they would understand. That's what these disciples were looking for. That's what they understood at this point, that God communicates to them through casting lots. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Yeah. If he did it in the Old Testament and he did it here in the New Testament, would he do it for you? If your heart is pointed towards him, yeah. the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah. It, it and, the heart. and I yes. know I know that it can be a, a in your mind to think of it. It's like you know, Ian just said that casting lots, that God can speak to you through casting lots. God can speak to me. Through the, the leaves and the trees. You know, it's just one of those things to go to do that. But but casting lots is it's about the heart attitude in which you're coming towards the Lord. Now, point a point here is also that this was before the Holy Spirit had come into, yes. In, yes. In, into their lives. Yes. So so there was That's some true. action of the Old Testament taking place yes. during this waiting time. Yes. Do I recommend you casting lots to find out God's will? No. No. I don't what I recommend is getting into a personal relationship with the Holy Spirit that lives within you, yeah. and understanding and listening to His voice, because it's personal, and that was that's the, that's been the drive since creation, is that there is a personal relationship between God and His creation, and He walked with them in the cool of the day, and now, with the Holy Spirit that comes and lives in our hearts, He walks with us. Absolutely. And, and and we really need to just grab a hold of that and enjoy that relationship.
1: You know, you said it's a matter of the heart. It is. And the Holy Spirit, as we say, lives within our heart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something that we say. And, you know, I can see someone saying this, well... I'm saying that I'm trusting God in this and I'm going to cast lots or look at them. But I'm I'm saying that it's God, that I'm doing it for God. So I'm going to play the lottery tonight because God told me to. Yeah. that's coming from up here. It is. That's not coming from the heart. Yeah. OK, so don't even do that. Yeah. Don't don't mess with that.
0: Yeah, I think it's one Trust of those
1: God in the heart.
0: I do. I think it's I think it's one of those things. And when we have those choices is that we take the time and and we listen to what the Holy Spirit would have us say. We read our Bibles. Mm-hmm. I think that we go to wise, godly counsel. Yes. And, and we um, seek that counsel. Yes. Accountability. Um, <clears throat> as we get an understanding of what the Lord's telling us through those, those three things, then things happen. God confirms mm-hmm. what he has already shared with us. Through different things, it could be a song that pops on the radio. It could be meeting somebody in the grocery store, and you overhear, which has happened to me before. But I overhear some a conversation from people I don't even know, but I hear a word that they're talking about, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Man, how did I? What? What are the chance? And and this is our rhetoric. We go, "What are the chances of me being in the store at this time, walking past those people, and hearing that word? You know what I mean? So it's those kind of things that add to confirm." To what we've already heard, that help build our faith to step forward, but to just step out and go, you know what? I need to make a decision today. Let me grab my lucky dice. I don't recommend no, it. No, no, I don't recommend it either. Not at all. You're
1: opening yourself up to something you don't want.
0: It, exactly. This it's a slippery slope. Yeah, yep. slippery slope. But they cast lots, and they fell on Matthias, so he was added to the eleven apostles. Yes. What an honor. Oh
1: yeah. I always think about what about Joseph. You know the one that they didn't pick how did he feel but <laughs> we'll move on
0: <laughs> it was it's you know it's something too that that <clears throat> I, I, th- I think it's, it's it's a point of discussion honestly yeah because there's there's some things that you just <clears throat> that you would hope for and i'm sure he did oh yeah, yeah um but how do you handle it afterwards stay faithful
1: yeah 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 exactly
0: Stay faithful. Right, right. I mean, yeah, if you don't get what
1: you think God had in store for you, he still has something in store for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's not some
0: tyrant that just picks and chooses who he wants. He has something for everyone. He re- it, that, exactly, and and it's um it's one of those things to truly embrace <clears throat> because there's, and, and there again, you know, we've all faced situations to where well, you know, I was gonna, I thought I was gonna get this job. I was in line to get this job, but I didn't get this job, yeah, yeah. you know, and it, yeah. and it's also, you know, in, in so many people may even come up and go, Oh, there's something better for you. There's something better for you. And really what, what it is is, is I, I understand that God is positioning us to place us where we need to be. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of the great tests of the heart to trust in those times. Yeah. And, and in doing that and being faithful to trust in those times, when you land or are connected or placed where God wants you, then you really find joy in that. Mm-hmm. and and our faith raises. Um, we mm-hmm. can see what God has done and how He's placed us. Um, it may be things that um, may may not be what we would anticipate on the outset. It's like, I didn't get this job, but I got this job over here, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know what? the pays less. So is that really God's blessing? Well, it depends on if the joy coming from that job is
1: greater, which it may be. Exactly. And that may propel you into something even greater in the
0: future. Exactly. And it's one of those things just to understand and to believe that God has our best interests at heart. Always. He does. And it may not be what you think Mm -hmm. is best for you. Will you trust your father to do what's best for you? Right. Right can't go wrong (laughs) you can't you really can't you really can't can't. but it's an interesting point about joseph yeah really i I, I just wonder Mm -hmm.
1: so let's start in chapter two we're certainly not going to finish this tonight (laughs) maybe not probably not
0: next week either but probably not
1: it's a pretty big chapter but anyway you want to
0: read yeah i will i'll jump in when the day of pentecost came they were all together in one place Suddenly, a sound like a blowing of a violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. As the Spirit enabled them. As the Spirit enabled them. Right. Yep. (coughs) Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment, because each one heard them speaking in his own language. Utterly amazed, they asked, Are not all these men who are speaking Galileans? Then how is it that each of us hears them in his own native tongue, Parthenians, Medes, and Elamites, residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phagyra, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts to Judaism, Cretans and Arabs, we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our own tongues. Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said they have had too much wine.
1: (laughs) Now, I just thought of something, and I can tell by, yeah, definitely. By a quick count, there's more than 12 languages mentioned there. Mm. Okay. Now, my understanding is, and, and maybe I'm wrong about this, but was it the 12 disciples or 12 apostles now who were speaking in tongues, or was it the whole 120 or half of the 120 do you know the answer to that?
0: I don't, but I'm going to say that it was the whole of 120. Okay, okay. Because in verse 3, it says, they saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came down to rest on each of them. Okay,
1: and the reason, yeah, I think you're right. Because the, the when day, the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place, and it's the day that's probably from the previous thought there. Mm-hmm. But the reason I ask that is, I've always wondered say Peter's speaking mm-hmm. okay in some language if you know Spanish and I know French did I hear it in French and you heard it in Spanish all coming from Peter or was Peter speaking Spanish and James was speaking French that's that's the question I've always asked Okay, and I don't know how to answer that and I don't know if we can maybe we can't um, <clears throat> but the re- there's a reason I ask it and that would mean that the interpretation of tongues was being enabled by the holy spirit for the one listening it didn't matter what the other person was saying Mm
0: -hmm.
1: so i don't know maybe we shouldn't go off on a tangent like that no
0: i I, (laughs) i think it's one of the things to bring up because what part of what we're working to grasp here is an understanding of what the holy spirit has done in bringing the church about yeah and things happen miraculously and things happen in the spirit Mm-hmm. and yeah, so yeah. is it is it possible um and there again you know we could talk about the prince of the power of the air and how does he twist things and this mm-hmm. does, does the demonic force make us at times hear things that really wasn't said that way
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know you what know, yeah. you see what i'm saying so, yeah. so to understand that that the disciples got up to speak and it says that they spoke in in different tongues as the spirit enabled them so they were speaking different languages and yet, it it goes on to say, um, let's see, in verse eight, then how is it that each of us hears them in his own native language? Yeah. So it's the difference, you know, not a difference. It's it's what people are speaking and what people are hearing, all at the same time in this in the Holy Spirit working in the situation with everybody. Right. Well,
1: and you know, if we if we kind of back away from my question and kind of go down the road you're talking about it's the holy spirit is bringing people together to hear the message now yes. we may not know the whole bulk of how but we certainly know the why and exactly. i think that's what's
0: important here yeah and, and and another question that we do understand from this is the what yeah you know yeah. and um and so it yeah. says um, verse where are we 13 12 11 We hear them declaring the wonders of God. Yes. So what are they saying? Mm -hmm. Testifying. Yeah. They're testifying about who God is and what he's done um, so that people will receive and accept and come together under the head of Christ. And on one side
1: we have someone presenting through the Holy Spirit on the other side, we have people who, at the time, are not Christians, okay, because mm-hmm. they have not accepted. But they're receiving through the power of the Holy Spirit. They're they're begi- they're given a choice mm-hmm. in a sense, right? In that moment, it's laid out in front of you. You understand it. There's nothing stopping you from understanding what is being said here because it's in your own language, right? Are you going to accept it? Yeah. And I believe that's that moment where where God gives us, and maybe more than once in our lifetime, that opportunity where he just removes the inhibitions, and you can accept it. And right. if you do, welcome to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you may get another chance another time, but you're not welcome to the kingdom.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. And, and one of the questions that's here in verse 12, You know, they looked at each other, they were perplexed, yeah. and they said, what does this mean? And 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 it's not necessarily, what does this mean? You know, what are they saying? Because they really understand what's being said, which mm-hmm. we already know that. But what does it mean? What does it mean that these guys are standing up that are not of our nationality and they're speaking to us what we can hear and understand? And we understand what they're saying is these wondrous acts of God. So what does all this mean? What is happening here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and. And we've been in that situation oh, yeah. before to yeah. go, wow, man, this is happening, this is happening, what's going on? And we all, and, and it always comes down to, just like what you said, Phil, choice. Are you going to believe what you're seeing and under, and, and what's taking place or, or aren't you? And right. it's, it's, it's an amazing invitation of the Holy Spirit to come into relationship with God. It is. It, it really is. And,
1: you know, even in our modern day and age, We're going to see it more, I believe. A, a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit, like on the day of Pentecost. Mm. And people are going to be given a choice in 2021. Am I going to believe what I'm seeing that kind of goes against everything that I understand? What does this mean? Yeah, right from Scripture. I know. What does this mean? Will you accept it as, as the God has poured out His Spirit? Or will you say, they had too much wine? Oh, he's... And I don't drink wine,
0: these so <laughs> bun- these guys are a bunch of nuts. You know, Yeah. That what's happening is, is you know, it, you know, are you are you going to accept it? Are you going to write it off? Yeah. And and that's exa- we see that same thing that that's happening right here. Right. Um, but we, we, some of these people grabbed a hold of it and they were excited about what was happening and um, what they've learned. Others, not so much. Right. Choice. Right. It's coming. And, you know, being the day of Pentecost, there would have been a lot of
1: people in Jerusalem, especially the Jews in Jerusalem, because this was a, a holy day, um, according to Leviticus 23. Mm-hmm. And then chances are, knowing that it's a holiday, in a sense, one of the Lord's days, there's probably other people there. Were they there to make money or,
0: yeah.
1: you know, I don't know. But um, God picked the day that not only... Fulfilled a prophecy in a sense from Leviticus 23 But he picked a day when there's gonna be a lot of people in Jerusalem, too Mm -hmm. So he knew what he was doing Good figure God when God makes a plan it It's perfect, (laughs) you know,
0: it is it is So that was verse up to verse 13. Yeah, um, let's see what time we got we got 642 Okay, well, let's go ahead and wrap up and if there's any prayer requests we can go ahead and take those if Anything came, um, and we'll look at starting at or verse 14 yeah, next, next week, yeah. Verse 14, excellent. Great. Okay, Peter all right. Do so you have any questions or anything that's come up? I don't think we have any questions. Okay, we. but
1: all if right. you have questions on Facebook, please put them on there now. If you guys have any
0: questions, mm-hmm. all right, all right. Well, let's go close in prayer. Um, prayer request we have uh, Don Ritchie. Correct. <clears throat> um, I don't see any other requests here tonight at this point, but we'll go ahead and just close out in prayer and pray for Don if we would. And um, Don Richie. Okay. Yep. Don Richie. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Nancy.
1: Mary Lou Mary Hall. Mary Lou Hall. Okay. 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 All
0: right. Phil, would you mind closing us up? tonight? Absolutely. Great. Thank you so much. Heavenly Father, thank you
1: once again lord for coming into our presence tonight and and guiding ian and myself in this this bible study and thank you for all who joined in to watch us and we thank you for all who will watch this afterwards too and just pray father that your spirit will flow out and and touch the hearts of all who listened or will listen and that they may learn and grow in relationship with you based on what they've learned and may this continue each week while we do this Mm so that your spirit can touch the lives of many through the teaching that you give to us and we don't pretend for a moment that it comes from us it comes from you lord and we we acknowledge that and we give you the glory and praise for what you do father by touching us with your spirit so thank you for guiding us through the remainder of acts chapter one and the first part of acts chapter two and father as we get ready to close tonight we want to pray for for Don ritchie and And we want to pray for for Mary Lou Hall and pray for both of these people and pray that you will lay your hand upon them and bring healing. Lord, we hear that Mary Lou Hall is not doing well, and we just want to pray that you will heal her. Turn it around at this very moment, pour your spirit on her, and let her be healed. Let us declare the healing right now, Lord, that you will just touch her and bring her back around. And we pray that this be your will, Father. And the same for for Don Ritchie, Father. We just pray that his needs are met, that your spirit touches him and, and brings healing. And Father, for all who are struggling, suffering, wondering, questioning, everything that we carry, Lord, help us to lay this down at your feet, that you can take it from us. So let everyone who's hearing my voice receive, Lord, the blessing that you have for them, and teach them, and guide them, and and bring them back to you, Lord, that they may be strengthened, and this be the start of a brand new day for them. And Father, as we depart from here and go to our homes, we pray that you go with us in, in our travels, that you keep us safe on the roads, that you help us to find our destination, and that, Father, we can be together again very soon. So, Lord, Hear these prayers that we've lifted up. Hear the prayers that people have lifting up silently from their hearts. And Lord, add your blessing to them. For Lord, we lift these prayers in faith, knowing that you hear and answer. For the great greatness that you have for us, the glory that you shine upon us. Lord, it is beyond words. And we thank you for being our God, our Savior, and our friend. In Jesus' name we pray.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Phil. Well, good. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. Look forward to um, next week with you back here with Pastor Phil at 6 o'clock. But um, we're going to be tuning out. So I hope you have a great night, great rest of the week. God bless.